You're listening to Great Mother Speaks. Great Mother Speaks. I am Great Mother, Holy Spirit, Lynn, Divine Mother, Cosmic. Hello, 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 hello. Tammy here. Wanted to talk about technique. And for those of us who are joining us here, um, that's what we're kind of doing, right? Is sharing how we coach and how we approach the healing process or the development process or the business building process or the technology sharing process or just the wisdom sharing process. All of us have our own way of doing that. That's technique, you know, how we do something. It's, um, you know, defined, um, you know, in various ways, but that's the bottom line. I think that Webster says that technique is, let's see here, I always like to define my terms when I'm speaking because I speak about things that are what they call in French double entendres, you know, these, these double entendres that um, have double meaning, the terminology. And so to um, clarify communication, it's always good for us to share our terms. And so I just say technique is how we do something. The uh, Webster says that technique is Definition one, method of performance. Definition two, technical skill. So um, that's how you do something, okay? How you do something. And so what's your technique? How do you coach if you're a coach? How do you um, make your coffee? How do you um, detox? You know, this is a popular time of year in the Northern Hemisphere to detox. And I know on the Southern Hemisphere, uh, what we would call spring is your fall. And that's a time when uh, the harvest and the cleansing season is there. So wherever we are on planet Earth right now, whatever time it is, welcome again. I'm Tammy Taylor. Mama Drama Trauma uh, is what I talk about. It's a condition in which the mother projects unhealed aspects of herself onto her child, causing emotional and or physical trauma in cases where the mother's unable, unwilling or unable, unavailable many times to do her own healing work. Loving detachment is required by the child in order to have a happy, healthy and whole life. So it looks like we have somebody who wants to share their technique with us. And so that's what we're talking about. What's your technique? How do you do what you do? How is it working out for you? Hello, Melissa Singleton. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Hey, I'm alive. <laughs> yes, success. Yes, that's right. A lot of people don't get that when you say, oh, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm alive. Like, you know, just think about the many people that didn't wake up this morning. Amen. That's right. So you said my technique. Uh, First of all, I don't like coffee. I love tea. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I'm drinking some now. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) What um, kind are you drinking? I drink drink, um, chamomile and uh, the turmeric. Yeah. Yes, um, yeah. I have all different kinds of teas. I love tea. Now, I drink that one at night. Now, I do my turmeric in the morning and in the evening, but that turmeric sure is good with chamomile, but that chamomile puts me out smooth. So I can't drink that during the oh, day. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yes. I mean, I, I have a big old thing of just all kind of teas. Every tea that you can imagine. Do you use them medicinally, intentionally, or do they just come to you? Um, I use them medicinally, intentionally, hey, every which way. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. What's your technique? Now, what's your preparation ritual? 
I didn't make my own tea. You you went out. We missed you there. What'd you say now? Um, I even make my own tea. I make my own tea. I make uh, my can of butter. You mean you grow your own tea? Yes. You do? Okay, I was making sure yes, we didn't have a miscommunication. Because you taking the technique <laughs> all the way back to the growing of the seed in the ground. Yes. Yes, ma'am. That's your technique. Yes, I'm with that it. is my I'm with technique. It. <laughs> I'm with it. Always try, all always try to do something new. Well, you yes. know, that's the oldest thing that we can possibly do in terms of, um, you know, human, um, you know, living in society. When we got the agriculture growing and we were growing things and not just eating from the trees, the abundance of the seasons, but wanting to plant our own seeds. That um, is an ancient wisdom that you carry the um, vibration of that healing in your hand when you plant that seed and it gets back into your body that's a whole different ritual that's a a whole different technique of tea drinking (laughs) yes yes I study it I I study it you know um, you know the plants my dad and I we have a a garden we have uh, greens in there we grow you know beans just, you know, we, we cross-pollinate like a lemon and an orange tree to make like a sweet and sour tree. What? <laughs> I oh, want yeah. some. I want some. <laughs> <laughs> Making my mouth water over here. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I put uh, my lemon have- in my tea. Mm-hmm. And you know we we have like aloe vera plants, so um, take the aloe vera, take the aloe vera plants, and then you boil it, so you make your own aloe vera um, tea or a water. Now that aloe vera tea is really good for cleaning your stomach. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely, it does a whole. Yes, and it also is anti-inflammatory. Yes, it is. Yes. Absolutely. It'll cool you down. It'll cool you down. Mm-hmm. Yes, it will. Very good plant. Very good plant. You know, for burns, you know, just it's just good for everything. Mm-hmm. Good for everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, good for your hair. Good for your hair. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, it is. So you're in the tropical climes of the planet. May I ask where? I am in San Diego. Oh, beautiful San Diego. San Diego is absolutely beautiful. Just love San Diego. Just love San Diego. That is a beautiful, beautiful place. You know, one of the places that I really enjoyed going to when I was there was the Museum of Man. And, um, you know, just so many beautiful artistic things and that OC Beach and all of that. And she's just on here teasing us with all of these bountiful uh, plants and her technique of um, being close with Mother Earth and grounding herself through the growing and the drinking of her teas. So that's what we're talking about. You know, what's your technique? What, 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 what is working for you and how you do what you do? You know, everybody has that thing. Melissa's was tea. You know, um, I know I have just a technique in terms of how I am creative in my space. And for many years, I was criticized for my technique. And many people who were like me uh, in human design, which is an emerging astrology combined chakra system that uh, looks at our human design and how we do things and why we do the things that we do. Again, it combines astrology and, you know, your chakras in your chart. 
of course every planet in your chart is ruled by a chakra and um, that's we work with and talk about in healing mama drama trauma and is in the oracle deck the signs and symbology of that but we have these ways that we do things because we're designed that way and I am what's called a manifesting generator did not know that all my life and neither did the people around me who were raising me taking care of me know that either they didn't know it about themselves what they were designed to do right and so we have all this new information now and all of this compassion for where we've come right we've come out of a almost kind of like the dark ages and so um taking the best along with us and one of the best things i've learned about myself over the last 15 years is that manifesting generators their technique is to create multiple things all at once manifesting generators are manifesting their creativity here and now they call us um um we 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 are uh time shifters or something like that every human design has their unique design and gifting that they bring some people are pure generators and their gifting is to be able to work and work and work and and um make things happen that are being led by the manifestors and the manifesting generators and their people who are projectors that are designed to project their experience onto the planet in order to serve as great teachers and leaders and anyway it's very inspiring and so that's just the beneficial thing i learned about myself there are also a lot of um reasons to know that because after a lifetime of not knowing that i would start businesses and i would start doing things and always very creative and very worthwhile but never completing anything that would justify the amount of energy i put into all of those things you know but i would always manifest something and it has taken a lifetime to be able to pull from those many as melissa was sharing with us her garden of teas to pull and harvest from all of those many different things something in my hands now that are very valuable altogether and what happens with us is that as we mature that's exactly what we do and we share it okay we share all of it and i just thought i was wrong i just thought i was not being as successful as everybody else who were you know generators and seeing their stuff through you know doing their stuff and having their families and doing all of this stuff on time and this and whatever whatever time is but everybody's time is different according to their design so that's an example of my technique and um that's how i've continued to create and how i'm creating now even but the only difference is now i have a garden of things to uh pull resources from whenever i need them um and so that's that's a blessing that's a blessing what's your technique If there's anybody here that knows anything at all about astrology um again I use it in my work in order to confirm what the needs are of a client what the needs are of a student that's learning the deck what level they're resonating with the daily practice so that I can better serve them. There are many things that we know through the signs and symbols of the ages, numerology, astrology, botany we were talking about just a minute ago. There are many things, many many healing things as we were talking about Melissa's technique a moment ago of growing her tea and drinking it that process is an uninterrupted frequency 
from her hand, heart chakra, heart chakra extends to the hand, from her very soul, from her heart, placing a seed into the ground to grow in the love and the protection and the nurturing of Earth Mother, who has existed for 14 billion years, generated and regenerated in the very soul of the very soil that that seed was planted. There had been oceans billions of years ago and it's now fertile soil that she plants with her hand, nourishes with her hand, harvest with her hand, dries with her hand, boils with her hand, and drinks with her mouth, fifth chakra above the heart chakra. And so there are healing things that we do in raising our kundalini on a daily basis. We don't have to wait for an earth-shattering one-in-a-lifetime experience if we ever have it rising kundalini moment. We get to do that just by activating the intention of doing that through a consciousness made available through signs and symbols. It's a very uh, ancient science it's becoming more accessible to us. It used to just be available to the high priest and the mystery schools and all of that stuff for very good reason. We've just come to a place in human maturity where we even understand what emotions are. The word emotion didn't even exist a thousand years ago. The concept of it was tribe, how the tribe feels. Everything was about the tribe because the tribe was survival, not um, a workman's guild or a plantation or a factory or a brand. A thousand years ago, it was the people that we lived with in our immediate environment that did that planting and that hunting and that grounding together collectively. And so those secrets were held very tightly by those who led the tribe. And we're just now being able to realize that is great when the leader of the tribe has a good intention. That is fantastic. But because we work in signs and symbols, we know there's a yin and a yang. And what's great on one end, on the other end, we have yin all the way, which is the emotional space where we have gone to collectively to individuate from so that we can understand that's our responsibility, individually. And I know that now because there have been generations upon generations, scores and scores of generations now that have learned through experience. That's wisdom. Wisdom is knowledge gained through experience. A degree, a certification is knowledge. But that's why College education is a very different technique. How we educate is very different now than how we educated during the age of the guilds that came after the ages of the um, proletariat, the field workers for the royalty. Immediately after that, mechanization started coming. And although it wasn't the industrial age yet, every age has a transition, just as the transition we're undergoing will not be completed for another 200 years. We're just starting. We won't even live to see it. We'll live, some of us, and speaking in these times, that is a very uh, brandishing Thing to do to even say we'll be living but just statistically speaking in terms of the median age of people as of 2020 we can safely say that we won't live to see you know what this transition is going to birth 
And so that technique during the early mechanical age of teaching someone from a child how to be a blacksmith and make shoes or how to hunt for deer and the family were deer hunters, which is why that's the family crest today in Scotland type era we're talking about. That was the technique for education. Learning through experience. And that's why we have such a over um, emphasis right now in our higher education of the technical schools and the investment that's happening in vocational training, which is about training people for a vocation, training people so that you know how to fulfill a specific technical skill that we're going to need done over and over and over again in this new economy. And who knows what those things are exactly. We can guess. There are a lot of people who seem to be very powerful and know what these things are going to be. But the reality is we have vantage point of history and knowing that these periods of transition and transformation, they very much rely on the genius of technique in terms of determining who and what survives it. There may be some who remember the greatest invention of the industrial age, the automobile, when it came about in the 40s. And the Model A car, the black car that everybody had with that you know, horseshoe hood and the lights that popped up like a bug's eye. We've always designed things after nature. May remember that everybody had a Model A. It was affordable. You could run over a boulder and keep it pushing. You know, it was just the best buggy on wheels, the best 20 horsepower buggy you could ever hope for. Why did Ford win? Because even though he didn't have a lot of money, he said, people need jobs. And this Model A car could last forever. You can drive over a boulder and keep it pushing. Just put some stuff together, ship some parts to the local town store, and people... Keep these cars forever. But where I am, we're going through a transition, a transformation, and there are a lot of folks up here moving from the farms into the city that don't have jobs. And there's a lot of crime, and everybody thinks they're coming up here and they're going to be able to find a job. And I noticed in the marketplace, the current technique is not creating employment. For people. And so he invested a lot of money in the assembly line, which was a brand breaking new technology just like this 5G is. Brand spanking new. A lot of people were afraid of it. It was called monstrous. It was taking up a lot of energy. And it was at that time houses were really, really starting to have uh, full electricity and, you know, same type of thing with energy and resources. How are they going to be used? This new investment, what are you doing? We have cars, you know, you're going to be churning out cars. But there was a need for work. And the more cars you produce, the more people can afford them. It's no longer just for the wealthy anymore. And so how he made his cars and how he approached what he perceived as a social challenge. He also paid people $5 a week, which was unheard of at that time. He paid the workers that. Or was it $5 a day? It was something about $5. That seems like, I don't know, I should have kept up with that. But you can pull it up. 
and it was a lot more than what they were they were getting and it created what we have come to know as a central part of not only American culture so significant because it's the cornerstone of our economy why the government is always bailing the automobile industry out and only the Lord knows where at the bottom of the ocean all these cars are when they do become obsolete because that's what we have planned obsolescence you know after a couple of years you know where do these cars go will they go to the third world well some of them do most of them don't and these times are really forcing us to shift the way we do things. And so I just wanted to throw that question out for anybody who wants to share what your technique is, what challenge problem are you seeing in your home or your community that you have a particular gift for? And maybe you've thought about it or you've taken the next step and you've said, well, hey, this is what I'm doing. And you've started. I'm interested in just hearing what your technique is. Looks like we have somebody who's ready to share their technique. I would actually love it too. And it's Ahmad Rashad. Hi, Ahmad. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? One day at a time, far from complaining. Good. (laughs) Yeah, thank you for allowing me to get on. Uh, First time meeting with you, so it was a pleasure. I saw your, uh, it says, what's your technique? And I was really curious to hear what you were going to say about that. And it was really good. I caught, I literally just got on like 20 seconds before you brought me on and you were explaining that very wonderfully. And And I think my technique, you know, I'm not trying to like boast. Right. But I think I think what I'm good at is streamlining operations. And that's either for business, streamlining your household, streamlining your house. Like the way that I see the world is. You know, kind of like that movie, um, A Beautiful Mind. You know, you see, <laughs> he sees numbers. People just see math or whatever. So I'm not saying I, I, I see math, but but I think I think the way that I see the world is I, I try to have a, everything is in alignment. Everything is unilateral, like or parallel. Give us an example, Ahmad. Give us an because I might have well, to up the time on you because I want to hear about this technique. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Oh. I mean, what do you? I okay. mean, give us an example, yeah. though. Um, okay, like um, for example, if I'm working with someone who is, you know, uh, struggling with uh, managing their 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 personal life, and they just have a lot going on, like and they're scatterbrained, then you know, I I can actually listen to you and 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 hear how your day goes, and and then I can say, okay. This area here is draining your energy. You can reallocate this over here, do X, Y, and Z. You know, it's kind of like I have a bird's eye view. Um, I'm a podcast producer and a mentor, so I do it all the time with my with my with my coaches that I that I mentor for. Um, but I also do it with you know my wife. She's a relationship um, uh, uh, mentor, and I kind of you know, help the fellas a little bit, and sometimes I help the women. And and I just kind of say, hey, you know what? You know, if you trim the fat here, then this will be easier for your life. You know, so um, so like for example, let's say like you work a nine to five and. And, and you're talking about how you're having a, a bad day with your boss, um, it may not even be your job. I may, I may say like, well, it may not be your boss. It may be the way that you're perceiving, you know, the direction that your boss is giving you, you know? Um, and, and that is, is bothering your, your, your routine in life. So if you 
you know, do X, Y, and Z. You don't have to wake up earlier if you just kind of do X, Y, and Z. You know, you'll have more energy to handle your boss the next day. I mean, it's kind of hard to we, do. We it. missed you. We missed you on a very crucial piece of what <laughs> you were just saying, Ahmad. It just, yeah. you know, we're having these kind of glitches. Mercury's been retrograde. We're just kind of coming back oh, from yeah. here, and it's going to take a minute. But we missed you. Dropped off when you gave the example and you said how you are seeing this from your boss, and then it blocked, and then it was something like how perceiving you. And so, what was that about? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, like for example, I was helping a friend who was just having a hard time with their boss. Like their boss was, they just not getting a, 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 along with their job, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I basically listened to the, the scenario, and then I, I just said, "Hey, you know, it, it may not be your boss. It may be." Um, you know the perception of what the what your boss is giving you right so to make this person's life easier you know i was recommending them to do things like at home like you know um like maybe like stop doing this with your kid <laughs> and you'll accept your boss better it's stuff like that it's like um in general when people are having a, an issue with their job the the reason being is because someone at their job is not happy or something in your life is not happy. So it's just hitting a, a trigger in your brain. I mean, I would, I can. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I hear you. I hear you. And like I said, I knew I was going to have to um, extend your time. I, I, was looking for where to do that on the app. Um, and I know it's something simple. I know it's something simple. But am I, where do I yeah, extend it's, it's the in time? your settings. Yeah, you have to go into your settings. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And, uh, and then you'll be able to do it there and extend the time. But okay. I, don't, I don't think you can do it while you're live. Right. Okay. Thank you. I, right, I, I'm, right. Obviously, that would be a good place to start with settings. And so right. what are your rates? <laughs> and how do you work? Okay, yeah. Well, but yeah. So as far as me like streamlining because and all that, I, like, yes, I'm I fed, need I'm, that in my yeah, life. I, yeah, I mean, I I do that like on the side. Like that's not like my day job, right? So okay. my day job is podcast producer and a mentor. But Tammy, if you just as like a a, a, a courtesy, I mean, then I can I can just walk with you through that process and and I'll listen to you. And then I think you'll have that one on one experience because it's really difficult to explain how I do it you have to feel it you have to experience it Um, because it's customized it's it's, Mm -hmm. it's truly a spiritual gift Mm -hmm. and um, and and you know I I I just do it naturally Um, and I don't know if you want to be so transparent with your audience today for me to do it with you right now (laughs) but um, oh I am totally transparent when oh, okay. it comes to the evolutionary process because a good friend of mine told me when I uh, started this work um, and I was really excited about, you know, shining the light of God on the world. Mm-hmm. And she said, girl, I know you and I don't want to hear about your light work until <laughs> I hear about your shadow work. You know, oh, really? I, I, exactly. She said, I want to hear that part of you that overcame what I know that you've overcome, girl. Mm-hmm. I want to hear you tell mm-hmm. her about that. And yeah. So that's all great and everything. I know you believe in the Lord and I know you believe in wherever <laughs> the Lord manifests itself on the planet Earth. Yeah. But, yeah. but <laughs> you know, we really need to focus on that. And she was such a wonderful, wonderful um inspiration for me to own my work with Mama Drama Trauma. So no, I ain't got no mm-hmm. problem after this process and working with people and seeing how um, we are liberated through yeah. the telling and the sharing of our stories. I would be honored. What is it that you need to know? <laughs> Say that one more time. A text came through, and and that's part of wisdom. It's like we need to start setting off these uh, pausing our notifications. <laughs> yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's only been a week, and so yep. we're getting it together. Yeah, we are getting it together, aren't we? 
Yes, we are. <laughs> so and what did so, you ask me? So what did you ask me? I asked you, it sounded like you were asking me what it is that you needed to know. Yeah. Um, so, so in order like, to work with me, did I want to be an example of? Yeah, I can. We can do. We can do it live. Okay. So, okay. like, so tell me something that you feel like you are overwhelmed or struggling with, or you know, you kind of want improvement in abundance management. Abundance management. That's really, really good. So, like, are you talking about like just all levels of, of abundance, like personal well, health, finances? I, I do practice what I preach, and one of the tenets of working with Mama Drama Trauma and healing that is to ask for help. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to judge anybody for reaching for something that we know is going to soothe us. And, and, me- and self-medication and drugs and sex and whatever addiction that we got going. We're not right. going there with the judgment because we know we're trying to work it out because, you know, hey, if you want to work on mom drum trauma, come on, you know, however you go. But if you can stop yourself in that moment and just mm-hmm. give yourself a choice to ask for help, do that first and then see if you want to still do the, you know, eat the whole chocolate cake, you know, then, you know, ask for help. And so I have a lot of help, Ahmad, with the actual uh, material man things, you know, the okay. business and, you know, even for me to just enjoy my life and everything. But I feel like uh, my um, keeping, just keeping track of things. I, I can't keep track of mm, the blessings, I and I and I want to keep track. I don't know. I feel like I need to be making an accounting for, yeah. um, you know, what I'm doing because I know that I'm I'm sharing now, for example, and this all of this is part of what my business people tell me is my brand and everything like that, and that's great. Um, but I don't know. Am I, should I be doing something more? I mean, I always feel like, like I said, I was a manifesting generator, and this is a new app, and so now I'm on the new app, you know. And, so, <laughs> and then the next blessing comes, and I'm doing that. And I just kind of feel like someone with your expertise of being able to say, okay, yeah, you have all of this coming in, but, but you have this goal here, and you have a lot of assistance that's helping you with that goal. You could see, you know, I mean, not that I am looking for there to be something else, but I feel, speaking of your gifting, being a spiritual gift, I feel in my spirit that you came just so I could ask that question. Because I wasn't thinking about it. <laughs> until you came and you were talking and something convicted me in my spirit and it said oh my goodness I erased him oh my goodness Melissa's back okay Ahmad he'll come back I, I, I guess that's a signal to calm things down just a minute Ahmad we are waiting for you I'm sorry I went out and I um Dad, come back, Ahmad, please. Hi, Melissa. How come are back, you? Ahmad. Hello, Tammy. <laughs> I listen to you in Ahmad. Yes. So let me give my insight. <laughs> please. Um, I, was, I was hearing you talk and uh, how you, you know, like you manifest a lot of things and you never finished finish them. So you are a nurturer all around. You see, yeah. uh, like, you, you may have, um, as my mom always told me, you don't have friends, you have associates. And believe me, you can count them on one hand. So you can listen to what a person is doing, because you know they're always complaining about this, that, and everything else, but they keep on in that same negative way and you try to tell them how to do things different, but a person's only going to change when they want to change. Yes. Yes, we have to be ready, willing, and able. 
And I don't know, Melissa, right. were you talking about me? Were you talking about me just now? When you said that I'm a nurturer and all that stuff? Yes. Yes. Oh my because Lord. I when you said you when you said you start like you do like a you know, you, you get a lot of I ideas. See, I see you, Ahmad. I see you, Ahmad. That was an accident. We coming back. We coming back. But Melissa, t- she read me. Okay. I'm sorry, Melissa. Go ahead. So, um, you know, like you say, you start a lot of things. You have a, a good ideas. But the thing is, you have to have a lot of like-minded people that has had the same goal that you do for this to work. And so you may right. try it and people may say, oh, 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 I'll help you all do this. And that, but then... They're, they're not really there for you. They're there for themselves. And so that gets you right. off track. So then you, you stop that project and then you move on to another project, then another, then another. But um, you you nurturer as I am, and like you get, if you get information, you like to pass it on to everyone else that you feel need help. If they don't, however, but you pass it on. So you are a nurturer yeah. in all aspects. Yes. At me, <laughs> you read me like a book, Melissa. <laughs> I read you because I'm reading myself. Oh, you are too. Takes one to know one type of deal, huh? Yes, ma'am. That's right. Like you say, real recognize real. So I'm, you know, listening to you start like you, you said you start a lot of projects, but you never finished them. So it's not that you're not as successful as anybody else. You are very rich within yourself. Yes, yes, and you pass and, and so rich. Anyone, <laughs> right, right. And that's thank you so much. That just that, that just stabbed me. I can tell you broke stuff. <laughs> I mean, you just—I mean, I feel like I feel like I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm, I'm eating at a at a banquet up here. Thank you so much. I'm gonna get—I'm gonna get Ahmad back on here, and he's gonna give me some coaching too. Okay. Unless you have something else wonderful to serve us, Melissa. No, um, not at this moment. Um, um, every so often I'll chime in with you, but Ahmad, yes, and I, um, I hear he, he's a nurturer also. Yes, like he said, he can listen to a person's problem and tell them. So he he re, he gives them redirection to soothe their life and make their life easier. Right, right, and I'm always open for I'm always open for wisdom. Always open for wisdom, and thank you so much for sharing yours, Melissa. You're very welcome. I'll talk to you again soon. Okay, thank you. Have a oh, blessed day. He, he he went away. He went away. Have a blessed day. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, Ahmad. Well, um, that was a doozy. That was a doozy talking about technique. Wow. Got some powerful punchers here coming in. And it just feels so good to connect with like minds and to connect with a community. You know, it feels really good because like Melissa was saying, you know, um, nurturers, we're kind of a one way street, you know, and um, what happens, like she said, is, you know, you're trying to do something. It's not that you don't want to be productive and completed, but, you know, you've been inspired. You know, you know, you've been inspired because you can't explain it. It's something that goes, you know, sometimes. You know, in that part of your belly, you know, that's like right, right up there in your sacral, right where the bottom of your stomach and your pelvis meets, that part right there, um, where you just, you feel it from there, that kind of uh, electrical spark, you know, and it drives you. That's why it's called a manifesting generator, because the manifesting energy is the chakra area of the head. And so you get that inspiration that comes down, but that beam goes right down to the bottom of your belly to generate you into action. And that's what we be doing, honey. That's what we be doing. We be gone. And it's true. People come and 
then they go, they come and they go, and they don't quite align with what your creativity is. Um, and it takes, you know, as you can hear in our voices, Melissa and I are uh, elders, you know, and um, it takes a while. But if you hang in there with that, what happens with that nurturing energy, if it is not jaded, and that has been my learning tree for life, Mama Drama Trauma. And um, it can be jaded because it is a one-way street and people do not often have your best interest at heart. Um, like anybody, you know, who has that energy. Many prostitutes, many prostitutes, I would say by and large, most prostitutes and most nurses have this energy and it is an overflowing well of giving just as there are people who are a bottomless pit of taking you know we have the yin and the yang and we are designed that way and if one or the other doesn't um take us out of here mentally physically or emotionally at the end of the ride if we are not jaded by it and bitter, it's so sweet. It's so sweet. And the only thing left for us to do is give from that rich fount, you know, is to give from that. And um, so I'm always looking to learn new ways to productively do that. And uh, Ahmad, Jamal, I have to catch up with him and talk more about his gifting at streamlining because I'm always open to learning new ways of doing things because I've learned over the years to, mo to be most effective as a coach, as a mentor, is to practice what you preach because it's not just in terms of what people see, which is important. You know, people need to, and when I say see, I'm not talking about my picture on social media and my website. I'm talking about actually in life, energetically, when someone's in your presence, what they feel to know to be true in their spirit about you. That's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. And so practicing empowers us to embody that energy that we speak of and who and what we say we are and how we do think is at doing things. And so my technique in individuals to heal mama drama trauma is a grieving technique. I use the ancient technique of grief therapy, group grieving therapy, where all of the women come together and wail when there is a sadness that besets the call. In the women's hut, in the women's maluka, wherever it is in the world, all the women gather and wail and moan and cry and beat the ground outside under the full moon. It is a grieving technique illustrated by that but what we actually do is we release the energetic layers of the trauma and so we know as Dr. Gabor Mate the trauma experts defines trauma as not what happens to us but what happens inside us as a result of what happened to us. And what happens inside of us with mama drama trauma is there is a dissociation that occurs between our real self, our soul, and our conditioned self, who we are taught and told to be. And so when that happens, the taught and told to be self takes over and begins to self-protect, begins to provide for itself and all of its needs. 
its emotional needs, its need for maternal presence. It will do whatever it needs to do in order to take care of those needs. And so with that type of abandonment and with that type of abuse, we have to go to that layer. And that is a root chakra layer. And so we go through all the layers of the chakras and we grieve the pain that's hidden there in those shadows. And everybody's pain is the same. What's different is exactly how it got there. Everybody has their own MDT story and none of them is alike. Every one of them is completely different in terms of its illustration. But actually, it's the same. There was a lack of the love that we needed. Not the love that was given by our mothers, because mama drama trauma is no one's fault. It has to do with the love that we needed. And what happens when we don't get the love that we need, which is either some form of maternal provision, protection, or maternal presence. When that one-way channel, speaking of the nurturer, when that one-way channel is siphoned off and going into another direction like having to work or take care of another family member or it's taken away slightest degree but made the hugest difference for us we didn't receive the love we needed whining babies ungrateful children condemned and judged to death for asserting what our needs are and so by the time that happens that's the traumatic event it may have been a progression of events over a period of time but at the moment of that dissociation when our power to either articulate or express in any other way what our needs are and be met with judgment and condemnation or punishment or even abuse, the dissociation occurs. And the healing technique of mama drama trauma goes to that place in time and connects very afraid and enraged by this time child. With love, compassion, complete. And it takes a while, but depending on the willingness, the readiness, and the ability of the individual, and let's face it, our karma, you know, trying to help someone in a relationship that was abusive, and the person coming to her and calling her for help and everything and they were doing this and, and doing that what they had to do to file this and to file that and to get to a safe space and place and all of this and right when it was time to do it right when it was time to go to the same place right you're gonna finally heal that pattern of being unprotected and not having that need met and thinking he was gonna meet it and he was exactly everything that your mother was but you couldn't see it and now you do and all of that get all the way there and then can't find her you know and we've all been there 
It's a scary thing asserting our divinity, our birthright to be happy, healthy, and whole in the world as it is today. It's a scary thing to, I'm not talking about say it. Now, we got a cacophony of people talking about it right now. I'm talking about living our divinity, our birthright being whole by having a daily practice that affirms our birthright, that affirms that we are dearly loved divine children of the great mother, father, God, who are never judged, condemned, or left alone. This is not a Sunday school recited scripture. This is a mantra that is in order to this kind of healing. This kind of healing, this kind of deep layered shadow work is the technique that we use. And, uh, very powerful technique, especially since most of the work is uh, self-guided, self-directed with other people who help to hold space, you know, in the process and using the Oracle deck to do your own daily readings that assist with that process of asserting our birthright. It's a survival tool. You know, there are a lot of survival tools that um, come with this type of work, learning about, you know, your birth chart and, and what planets and your human design and, and all of that being familiar, you know, with our karma. Because Erie results do vary based on our awareness because we can be ready willing but like the sister was talking about from over there in Ireland about this woman and this abusive relationship you know we can be ready we can be willing but we're able sometimes and we're not able if we have a cosmic calculus that sets us on squaring aspects with things in our chart that challenges us in ways that our soul has never really been challenged except in this lifetime. And it's new, not just to us, it's new to our soul. That's why the soul incarnated as us, had the karma to do it. Actions through lifetimes manifest the frequency that we incarnate as and the experiences that we have. And so that's why a foundational part of our survival toolkit is knowing your cosmic calculus. We teach on your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising. You know, we don't really go much deeper than that, but those are essential that you know what your sun sign is, what it means, what house it's in, what your moon sign is, because that's your manufacturer's instruction guide. You know, just like directions to a game. Oh, it's so uh, inspiring to see kids playing games now. I was seeing on TV something about a squid game and, you know, outside playing. Boy, that is so inspiring. Yeah, directions to a game, rules to a game. You know, once you know those, you know, you 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 can flex, but you got to know them first. You know, you're going to be out, you'll be out, you know, <laughs> doing it wrong. And that's what we do, you know, and that's what I did. And that's what I continue to do on everything, which is why I was completely and still am open to hearing what Jamal has to say. There's always something else to learn in terms of self-awareness. We are divine beings. Dimensions and dimensions of wisdom and experience and filtering ourselves through this singular form, this lifetime, and, and trying to put it all together. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And so I am so grateful for those of you who shared your techniques with us and how you do life. And um, feel free to hit me up. Or feel free to chime in anytime. You might be surfing through here and see me. But above all and most of all, remember, Great Mother loves you 
and I do too. Great mother speaks. I am great mother, Holy Spirit, Yin, divine mother, cosmic moon, deep space, the moon, dark matter, the void, the black hole, Atar, Isis, Diana, Mommy, Ishtar, Kali, Mammy, and Mother Mary.